Hey, what's up, folks? Thanks for listening to the Aaron J. Dodson podcast. I'm the host, Aaron, and this is a 10-minute overview of Christian apologetics, the second episode in this series. In this particular episode, I want you to consider with me why some people accept evolution. Obviously, in 10 minutes, I won't cover very many things, but some things for you, maybe as you're driving to work or coming back home or something like that, you got 10 minutes and you want to think about Christian apologetics, the defense of the Christian faith. Why is it that people accept evolution? Well, there are several ideas from some material that I was blessed to receive years ago that I want to share with you. And here are the main ideas. Often it's academic pressure, theological compromise, media concentration, sometimes it's wishful thinking, sometimes people accept evolution because of denominational disillusionment, and finally, biblical illiteracy. Consider those with me. Why do folks accept evolution? Well, often it happens when little Johnny, little Susie, they leave home and they go to college, and college is a different place than was high school and middle school. Middle school and high school were rough, but college, there's even rougher pressures, and it comes in the academic world. Students there are taught that any scientist, and the word scientist in our day and time carries a ton of authority and respect with it. Students are taught that any scientist worth their salt believes in evolution as fact. Undeniable, incontrovertible fact. And any true scientist worth their salt recognizes God as myth. And so children flocking to universities, even to smaller college settings, not just the four-year deals, There's academic pressure on them. Yeah, from the faculty. Yeah, it's been going on for a long time. Students who believe in God in the college circles are ridiculed in the classroom to the being, you know, to the to the point of being called names like, you know, flat earthers And, and their scientist counterparts are referred to as backwater scientist. So you, you you get this you get this college girl or boy, first year of college, fourth year of college, whatever, and, and they're they're ridiculed in class if they believe in the creation model in intelligent design. They're called flat earthers, even though probably most, if none of them, most of them do not believe in that. <clears throat> And their scientist counterparts, they are referred to as backwater scientists. If you're an actual scientist and you don't attribute the origin of all species and all the universe to evolution and to the Big Bang theory, you're a backwater scientist. Scientists put a lot of pressure but it's also through this academic stream, this academic field where students are taught also that, that evolution's postulates are as proud and sound as any laws, including gravity. 
You know, these universities, these professors, they have degrees. They have PhDs. And there these students are being taught that, 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 the, that the facts, as they call them, regarding, regarding uh, macroevolution, they are, um, well, they're, they're as sound, they're as sure, they're as true as gravity, the law of gravity. And so you can see there where kids, again, influenced by those that are above them, creationists face discrimination when they seek some positions, and often they never attain those positions in universities because they are not evolutionists. Let's move forward. A second reason common why people accept evolution is theological compromise. Some theologians, some religious leaders are all too eager to jump on the bandwagon with those who reject the Bible's account of creation. Or they are too ignorant to answer evolution's compelling arguments. For example, Pope Pius called evolution a, quote, serious hypothesis, close quote. <laughs> what a joke. Theological compromise. So there's people in religious circles who want to jump on the bandwagon with those because they want to, for whatever reason, they, they don't want to be ostracized. They don't want to appear to be stupid. They don't want to be, appear to be uneducated. Or because they don't know the Bible well enough they they just compromise theologically. That that's a reason why a lot of people accept evolution. You have religious leaders purporting it. Number three, media concentration <clears throat> through TV and now mostly the internet and news programs, documentaries. They're everywhere. YouTube, reality shows, sitcoms, even cartoons, children's shows, magazines, internet, newspaper. The few that are left in the world. Video games, media, all that. Readers, watchers, hearers, especially children. They are force-fed atheistic propaganda in lethal doses. Like, folks, evolution is a theory. And in my opinion, a bad one at that. It is not observable fact. That's what science is. It's not. But through media concentration, they force feed this stuff in lethal doses. My advice to you, protect yourself, test all things with the Word of God and true science, and protect your children from this garbage. And the way they get into the children is through the dinosaurs. Don't let your children just watch these dinosaur shows. Go, go check out some good stuff that's put out by people who believe in God about, that, are, that have scientific information about dinosaurs. My, one of my favorite sources is Apologetics Press. Check them out on the Internet. They've got books about dinosaurs that are useful, that are helpful, that are scientific, <clears throat> that coincide with, with Bible truths. A, a fourth idea why folks accept evolution is just wishful thinking. If there is no God, then man becomes his own ultimate authority and therefore is free to justify in himself or his fellow man anything that suits his self-originated morality. So wishful thinking. You know, I wish there's no God because I want to be God. And that's what a lot of people say. I don't believe in God. I am my God. And that kind of thing. Wishful thinking. 
Next, denominational disillusionment. Some reared in religious environments will see the division in the denominational world or the hypocrisy of avowed Christians and reason that because this segment is so divided or so hypocritical, all must be and therefore is worthy of nothing more than abandonment. If only all would recognize that there is only one body and only one way. John 14, 6, Ephesians 4, 4 through 6. Denominational disillusionment. There's so much division among those who profess to love Jesus Christ. That's why you have to test all things and hold fast to what is good, 1 Thessalonians 5, 21, and acknowledge what Jesus did in the prayer to the Father, that God's word is truth, John 17, 17. Not our feelings our intuitions, our opinions, or what's popular. Finally, biblical illiteracy is another reason why people accept evolution. Some simply have not read or have not been taught the biblical accounts of the creation and the flood. They just think that the Bible's old, it's fuddy-duddy, it's out of date, and that kind of thing. You know, it's not, it's not a, a viable book for modernity. And, 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 and they, just, they just don't know, so they don't, so they don't open it. They don't really look at it. They Google the Internet to see what the Bible says. Folks, if you actually want to know what the Bible says, don't Google the Bible because you're going to get all kind of articles that say all kind of things. Go to an actual copy of the Word of God. There are a number of good English translations. Go to them. Go to some of those mainstream translations, King James, New King James, American Standard, New American Standard Bible, the ESV. Go to one of these mainstream Bible translations and read... The Word of God and what it says about creation. Now, there's a lot of other reasons why folks accept evolution, but these are some of them. And it might help us to be better prepared as we serve God to defend the faith. Thanks for listening. And check out more 10-Minute Apologetics episodes in the future. God bless. We'll catch you next time.